0: The Drum Shuffle Podcast is back with new episodes. Check out Jamie Eads' conversations with fellow drummers on the Drum Shuffle wherever you listen to podcasts. TheDrumShuffle.com JamieEads.com J-A-M-I-E-E-A-D-S.com Are you overpaying for brand new tires? Stop it. Teens Tires is the answer. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash Teens Tires or teens tires.com. that's T-I-N-E-S Tires.com Hello from the Dire Prime Pantry in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt, podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Preseason Episode 2 with Jeremy Phoenix. Follow me on Instagram at UnreasonableDoubtWV. Twitter, tweeting on Twitter, find those tweets at I'm Josh Witt. Facebook, you know, Facebook page, Unreasonable Doubt. Find the podcast page there, hit the blue thumb, do what you got to do. Check out all of those. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Look for a post under my feed for a giveaway for a Amazon Fire Stick and $15 in cash. The ESPN minus care package. Find that, enter, win a Fire Stick and 15 bucks. UnreasonableDowWV at gmail.com is the email address. As I mentioned, Jeremy Phoenix joins me. On this episode, Jeremy is half of the Rasby voice kids. Check that podcast out where you wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen, there was a little bit, you know, basketball's offense and defense, a lot of defense <laughs> in this. And Jeremy joining the podcast, technical snafus on a on a Murphy's Law scale, uh, scheduling goofs. The call Jeremy makes that I recorded, he did this call with 2% battery. (laughs) And spoiler alert, the battery didn't die. We made it through the interview. I'm calling it the 2% miracle. Jeremy is gracious enough to spend some time again on this podcast. Repeat guest. Jeremy Phoenix interview coming up next. Woody's Goodies is a proud sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Two locations, Marmet, St. Albans, West Virginia, home of the discount deal. New inventory every time you go into the store. What kind of inventory am I talking about? You can go, it runs a gauntlet. From cereal to Bluetooth speakers, from an iWatch to airhead candy, from waffle makers to cat litter, from socks to diapers, from blankets to flashlights. From microwaves to Yeti tumblers. Subject to availability, whatever's in the store, who knows? But go check it out. Find information on their Facebook page. Woody's Goodies, Marmette, St. Albans, West Virginia, in the United States of America, on planet Earth, in the solar system, in the universe. All right, Jeremy Phoenix, welcome back to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. Man, it's so great to be
1: back. Josh Witt, the kid. <laughs> Rapid right Boy's kids
0: at the building. The kid. Nobody's called me the kid uh, in my life, but I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you for joining me again. Uh, I'm going to hit you with a football question before we jump in the basketball. We're in the <laughs> middle of it. Season's going All right. Let me just ask you, what's the best what game afterwards was the best that you felt after a WBU win? What's what's the best what's the best warm and fuzzy feeling you've had after a Mountaineer game?
1: That is a great question. That is a question I ponder many times. I'm gonna take a little like I know I don't know how much I have allowed for me, but I'm gonna take it down take it down memory lane real quick. I was there when we beat UCLA in the Coliseum, mm. I stormed the court and jumped up and down on the logo as we upset UCLA in basketball. I was there for the Sugar Bowl when we showed up and showed out. I was there when we came back in three overtime skits against uh, the University of Louisville. My first game ever was in '93 when West Virginia beat Miami seventeen to fourteen when Warren Sapp and all of them came out the field. I was there when Virginia Tech was ranked number three and came into Morgantown and we beat them twenty-eight to seven. So I've, I've had a lot of great memories being a Mountaineer. The funniest thing is the best game that I've ever experienced wasn't even the game I was there for live. The Georgia Bowl, I mean the the, uh, the 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 Orange Bowl, I mean the Sugar Bowl. Amazing.
0: Right? That's mine. Um, the, that, with the fake punt, the seal it, nervous about them coming back, and just what that meant. That was like one of the – that's that's the best season of the Pat White era uh, culminated with the Sugar Bowl win. That That's number one for me, so hit me with yours. I honestly think the
1: best moment I ever had being a uh fan after a win was after we beat – Boogie Cousins, and, and John Wall, I was in Columbus watching the game. It was too loud upstairs, so me and my homegirl, Francesca, went downstairs. Only two fans watching a small TV downstairs. And by the time I look back, everybody was downstairs watching it with us. I think after beating John Wall, John Flowers doing the John Wall dance, Um, I don't know if I've ever felt better after when, when we nope.
0: upset Kentucky. Now basketball, basketball-wise, for me, that's it's hard. I mean, there's no comparable, and the and the closest comparable was just a few weeks before that when they won the Big East tournament. But would you say Sugar Bowl's for, number one for you for football? For Football, man, it's close. They're all
1: three close. I say Sugar Bowl takes it. Because mm, uh, yeah. the end, they came back. I think. Ending to the Louisville game mm. will be number
0: one. Oh, that's good.
1: The year we eventually got over the hurdle with um, Maryland, where Chris Henry threw the ball straight up in the air, I was in the stadium again. Me and my brother and my dad, me and my brothers and my dad, that was pretty close too. But I think the Louisville game takes the cake for me. Sugar Bowl number two.
0: Okay, so so here's my question for in regards to Neil Brown. Do you think I'm asking you to project? Will a Neil Brown coached WVU team provide a better feeling after a game than that 05 game against Louisville. Um I don't think
1: so. Oh man. <laughs> that's you. a good question. That's a great
0: question. It's a hard one to answer. Is, I mean, we're projecting, I but like I
1: think the reason is expectation Because in that Louisville game, we went down by so many, then we had a backup quarterback come in. It was done. It was over with. Right. So the expectation was low, and somehow we came back. The Sugar Bowl, the same thing. We played the SEC Champ. And before going into the game, we really didn't think we had a chance. But because of history, because of the Orange Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the Fiesta Bowl, now any bowl that we're ever in, I think Mountaineer fans are going to think we have a chance. I'll be honest with you. The Sugar Bowl, I didn't know. The Fiesta Bowl, I didn't know. so much faith in Coach Brown and what he does and how he coaches so far that I don't ever think that we're going to be without a chance to win the game.
0: And because of that, it's not going to trump that out-of-nowhere feeling in that Louisville yeah. game. That makes yeah, sense. Out of I get it. Feeling,
1: the out-of-nowhere feeling is just absolutely amazing.
0: It is. It's, it's really the beginning of the Pat White story, that Louisville game. It's It's tough to beat. That's a good one. Uh, so let's go to basketball. I'm going to hit you with some basketball questions. Lots of new guys again for the 2019-2020 season. Take it, Take Oscar hey, hey, out of the. Way, the and by the way, by the
1: way, for, by the way, for the for everybody listening, I'm stealing that question. Question for the next podcast. Okay. <laughs> Bobby K does for the record. So don't say he stole it because I did. All right, for
0: fair. One hundred percent. Fair enough. So uh, you can take any of these questions. So with the, with the 2019 season, let's take Oscar out of the equation. Which one of the new guys are you most excited to see suit up in, in the golden blue? You said
1: take who out of the equation?
0: Take Oscar out. Because everybody's pumped to uh-huh. see Oscar. What other new guy are you most excited for?
1: But you know what? You can even add Oscar in there because I think McBride and the things that he showed overseas. Have got to have Mountainhead Haitians super excited. I remember Brady texting me because he was overseas watching him, and he's like, Big Bride, that dude is the truth. Right. I've heard Grand Priscilla said, I watched him at practice. This kid is real. So the real question is, are you more excited about Oscar or Big Bride? And the truth is, I'm a small guy. I like to see guard play. I feel like guard play is what wins the tournament. I go back to um, shoot, uh, the Kemba Walkers. The uh, Peyton Silvas, the uh, you know these these small guards who get it done in the NCAA tournament because they go on a tear. I feel like the co- and college basketball is won by guards who take over. Um, so I mean, Bill and they their run they made. Um, yeah, yeah. I I I'm, I'm 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 slightly more excited to see McBride than she, Sweet Sweetway.
0: That's amazing, and I mean the 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 consensus is. Oscar, right? Just because McDonald's all-American pedigree, five-star recruit, yeah. but McBride again—it's three games against what uh, competition that's n- not great. But what he, the role that he played, bigger guard, and his his pedigree. How many games did he lose in high school? Like less than five, right? Like he's he's coming in with that kind of champion mentality. So that I'm excited to see. How many minutes is McBride's going to get this year?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I kind of think that he's going to get plenty of it. I do too. Uh, I think that you look at Huggins and, and you, you hear him talking, you hear Frank talking. You watch anybody who watched that tournament overseas, this dude's going to be on the court. He's going to be starting. And he's not starting to begin with. He'll be starting within a few games in. And he's going to be a heavy, heavy, heavy contributor. There's just these guys who just have it, an it factor. They get it done. They're not scared. They can score the bucket. They can play defense. They bribe seams. From what we're hearing, and from what somebody else, who, uh, the people who I trust are seeing,
0: that this kid is going to be it. And the defense is strong. That's what I. That's what I like. What he's coming in as a freshman to have a defensive uh, reputation. That's uh, we need that. So I think that's. I think that's a good thing to be excited about. Uh, speaking of excitement, what do you think of the new basketball jerseys? They've got the new, the new font. It's translated into, you know, they're changing all the uniforms. So they've shown the basketball unis. Give me your initial impression on the change, uh, to the new basketball uniforms. All right.
1: Be for real, Josh. Have you heard my opinion
0: already? I I have because I listened to your all's podcast, but I don't remember it. I'm not a fan. Ah, uh, because of the skinny I'm, I'm font, skinny skinny numbers, going away from the Final just, Four look? What do we... What do we? It just doesn't,
1: you know, I'm not, I don't hate them. Like, that's the thing. That sometimes I see jerseys, I'm like, man, I hate those. I don't hate them. They're just, they're just regular to me. There's nothing special. I, I saw them come out, and I was like, i kind of in because we've seen what happened with the football jerseys. I feel like they were a great upgrade. There's some things I didn't like about them. The basketball jerseys, man, I just saw them I'm just not. Uh, I'm not high on them. They're they're okay. All right. That's yeah. It, when, here's the truth: when they when you win, they look way better. So I'm, I'm expecting to look better and better as the year goes on. <laughs> I hope
0: they grow on us as well because I'm I'm kind of on the fence. Let's see how they look on the court. But the yeah, initial impression is like. Eh.
1: But here's the truth. Here's the truth. Winning changes how you view jerseys. Right. For instance, would you ever wear something yellow? Just straight up all yellow or all green. Do you paint your house yellow or green? How <laughs> many people's cars in the country are yellow or green? And yet, people love the Packers uniforms. They're ugly. <laughs> but the reason why people like them, the reason why people like them, because they represent greatness because of the championships they won. If Green Bay was terrible, people be talking about how they look like a Canadian football team they're
0: terrible-looking jerseys. <laughs> All right, that's, that's, a, that's a fair take. I, I don't know. I, Winning changes everything. That's so good. All right, so iffy on the jerseys. This is, a, this is the most important question I'm going to ask you, because Neil Brown, the reputation, five steps ahead, you know, doing the uh, kneeling on the PAT in the uh, North Carolina State game. So my question is, who wins a game of chess? between head coach Neil Brown and Bob Huggins?
1: That's a good question. I'm, um, I'm thinking of, uh, taking a second to digest it. <laughs> um, can you yell at the chest pieces before, before you start
0: moving them? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think there's any rules on that.
1: <laughs> can, you, can you use intimidation to inspire chest pieces? I say, <laughs> but that I, I don't know, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Neil Brown is a great chess player um, on the football field. I feel like Bob Huggins is a good uh, strategic guy, but where he excels at is getting the most out of his players, uh, forcing them forcing them to get the most out of themselves. So if we're talking purely
0: strategic, I'm giving the edge to Coach Neil Brown. That's fair. The most prepared man on the planet is what I'm calling Neil Brown. He's... Um I, he, the surprise factor is very small with Neil Brown, and he's thinking ahead. So I, I think that's a fair... Bob Huggins will give him a run, because I, I think it. if we go best out of five, I think Huggins may have him. One game of chess, I think Neil Brown has the advantage. And here's the thing about
1: Neil Brown. I think he may be right. I know for a fact he's going to do amazing things for West Virginia. And I love that he's our head coach. But at 3-2... and two, I
0: am not calling the greatest of anything right now. <laughs> right, sure. It's early. It's early, Jeremy. That's true. Okay, yeah. uh, your. I had your brother on a few weeks ago. He he had a strong opinion on this. So I'm asking you: Will the 2019-2020 WVU basketball team make it back to the NCAA tournament? Without a doubt. Without a question. Oh, you're going. You're 100%. on the same page. Oh my goodness. One hundred percent. No, no. One
1: hundred percent. They'll make the tournament, and I feel like we're going to be uh, putting our dance shoes on. <laughs> I don't know if we're, we're going I to get farther than the Sweet 16, but I think,
0: I think we're making it to the Sweet 16. So uh, you can't speak for Brandon, but wh- where is this? what is the confidence, or what gives you that 100% feeling that we're going to make it hey. to the, the tournament? Not that I don't want them to be there, but a well, bunch of new guys. For,
1: for, for me, i I feel like leadership is a big thing, and I feel like uh, with Culver coming back, Culver was such a monster in the middle. He demanded so much attention. And even when, like, they threw a tomb on the block. He could score a little bit, but he was so dominating on the glass. When you add somebody, like, sweep right in there to also control the middle, who can also block shots, then you add, you know, the wings who have grown up and who are starting to play better and better from what I'm hearing. And you get McBride, a dynamic player in there. I feel like that is the – because it, it's, not, it's not pro basketball. I mean, I, I guess the Warriors didn't have a super deep bench. But most most teams nowadays have a really deep bench, really deep. I feel like West Virginia, with Culver and Sweetway, adding McBride, adding the guys who are coming back from the other years, adding the embarrassment of last year, they're going to be hungry. Very rarely does Bob Huggins' team not make the tournament. Very rarely does Bob Huggins' team not advance beyond the first round. I feel like this year, this offseason, the jelly, the having the opportunity to go overseas before the year started. That's something. you chemistry is a big thing in college basketball. And for them to be able to go overseas early in the year to build that chemistry. So these first few games that we play aren't the first few games they're going to be playing against. They've been playing meaningful games all year. They've been seeing how each other's played. How you react to certain things? Where do you want the ball? Um, stupid! Don't shoot like this. Like I feel like they they they've got um a leg to start the year the year, which I think will only help at the end. And I and I'm just really optimistic. Am I drinking the Kool Aid? Probably so. Do I always drink this Kool Aid? Of course. I'm just telling you my things
0: as an avid fan. All right. Well, I want what I'll say is I want you both to be right. I uh, th- and that's what I'll say. All right, three more questions. <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm trying to, the defense. I'm concerned about the defense. Here we go. You get to choose one musical guest for the RVK. Anybody in the world? Who is Jeremy Phoenix bringing on the podcast? So, I love Mr. Bruno Mars. I mean, like you can see his face off. I enjoy his face. Not his, face. Not
1: his face. Excuse me. His singing. I <laughs> got <That is amazing. laughs> his me The singing <laughs> I enjoy um, Lauren Hill a, She's not doing her thing anymore But I really love these Lauren Hill But um, I think I think Jay Z man Like he is uh, He's bigger than life right now I think his flow is incredible uh, The things he's done is incredible He's worked with You know All kinds of fashion He's worked with You know All kinds of things Outside the music world Now he's there, You know messing with the NFL to have him there, um, the mogul that he is, um the things that he's uh, you know transcended into being, man, it just be it just be huge. Him or Dr. Dre, just because of how much they've grown and changed the world that they've lived in, um, I think it'd just be incredible to have either one of them
0: on one of my songs. You know? Right, sure. No, they um I mean in our lifetime, the two most successful music guys, I mean, financially and just their body of work, it's its tough to beat, yeah. All right, uh, you're a fast food connoisseur like I am. What are your top, I'm proj- tell me if I'm wrong, what are your top three fast food items, just off the top of your head, three go-tos, any fast food restaurant, what's your top three right now?
1: Cheese, um, the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell, the hot ham and cheese from uh, Wendy's. No,
0: from Hardy's. I was about to say, what Wendy's are you going to, man? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Hardy's hot ham and cheese. All right, and what else? Uh, and look, man, I'm I'm going with the spicy nuggets, man. They're real. Hardy's, Wendy's, and what was the first one? Oh, Mexican pizza! Oh, that's a classic.
1: I said Mexican pizza from Taco Bell, but scratch Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Scratch that. My third one, I go McDonald's, uh, uh
0: sausage, egg, and cheese muffin. Oh. that's a good one. All right, I, and you didn't ask me, but uh, Chick Fil A sandwich, the the garlic cheeseburger at the Steak and Shake. I mean, it's just it's a it's a hot mess, but I love it. And the and the Cajun fries at Five Guys. I just had that a few days ago, lightly seasoned. You can go overboard with the Cajun seasoning, but that—that's my top three right now. They change all the time. I'm, I'm being real. Pop Guys is way too expensive for me. I want to take a large fry and a burger and drink. Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you gotta go. I'm sorry, I can't. No, listen, man. So the hack for me is uh, share a drink, share a fries. And then you can and then you can stomach it and you can't and you can't do it every week. Like it's you gotta it's gotta be a special event, the five guys, because it is. It's too much. But it yeah, it's no. delicious. It's fast. It's not but it's not in the fast food uh price range. I agree with that. All right. Last question. I've asked everyone in the off season, preseason what animal would be on the family crest? Now, Your brother went obvious and said the phoenix, the the bird that rises from the ashes. Do you agree with that, or what other candidate would you put on the phoenix family crest?
1: I mean, you know what? Hearing that, that's probably is the right answer. My first thought was my whole life of love lions, speaking, when they talk about tiger, uh, you know, uh, Samaria. They don't call him animals. You want to talk about the lion is, is a bat? Okay, let's
0: say that. of um, bird. I mean, I
1: think that has to be the right answer. You know. Yeah.
0: I, I would actually answer that. You know, I I'd probably get outvoted, so I go with that. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's a it's an unfair one because I haven't asked a, a sibling who's been on before the, the answer the question and come up with a different answer. It's it's a good one. But the lion, I know you're a Lion King fan. The lion would be a strong animal for the family crest. So I, I think you could bring that to the table and people would listen to that. Jeremy, as always, thank you for joining me on Unreasonable Doubt. Josh,
1: you're my dude. I appreciate your questions. I love your energy, man. I like, I've been listening for a while, man. You, I, I listened when you started out and where you are now. And I think that my favorite thing about you is that... <sighs> you're authentically you good bad <laughs> ugly good bad ugly you're authentically you and that's what makes things when people are them just be yourself that's who you are that's who you rock with what you do and man i love it so just keep doing your thing man keep growing all
0: right man I, i'll take that as a compliment i appreciate it jeremy thanks again Dire Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Are you planning an event? Maybe it's a cakewalk. Maybe it's a charity walk. Maybe it's a fun run. Maybe it's a fun skip. Maybe it's a 5K. Maybe it's an 8K. Maybe it's a 10K. Maybe it's a 15K. Maybe it's a 22K. Maybe it's a 37K. Maybe it's a half marathon. Maybe it's a marathon. Maybe it's a three-quarter marathon. Maybe it's an ultra marathon. Does your event need a banner, t-shirts, bags, logos, or over one million different promotional products to choose from? Let Dyer Prime help you make your event look good and be a success. Call or text them, 304-767-4445. Find them on the web at direprime.com, D-Y-E-R-P-R-I-M-E.com. Or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dire Prime. Big thanks again to Jeremy for joining me for the 2% Miracle. Again, catch the Recipe Voice Kids podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Find their YouTube page. Find Jeremy on social media at JNFeen on Twitter and Instagram at Raspy Voice Kids, and all those places. Jeremy, Brandon, super supportive of this podcast, and they motivate me, inspire me. Good guys, can't thank them enough for what they do for this podcast. I just tried. I don't think I can do it, though. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms. Anchor, Apple Podcast, Overcast, Spotify. Tune in Radio app. A little thing called gas Box. Subscribe the, the, to the podcast. Wherever you listen. Listen, I, can I be honest with you? I had dinner out and then I got a gigantic slice of coconut cream pie. And I can hear it in my voice that that was a mistake. Okay? I just wanted to level with you on that. I've been holding that in I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to share that it was a bad decision. Okay, subscribe to the podcast, rate it five stars, leave a review, please. Until next time, hey, we're getting closer to the season. Did I tell you that I'm excited? Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2019-2020 season is zero and zero.